We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay. Hey, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, great to be here. Is it already Thursday? Yes, it is. Um, thank you so much for being part of the program. Appreciate it. Josh Schmidt is at Master Control. A uh, couple of things to address before we get into what we're going to be getting into uh, the first part of the program. Number one, I know that everybody is focused on the Buffalo Bills and with good reason. You can look forward to Sundays, socializing with your friends, three, three and a half hours of distraction, although sometimes it can be the nail-biting kind of distraction. But once again, I have got to say the Buffalo Sabres are so entertaining. I am absolutely stunned by the resiliency of this team. I'm stunned by the cohesion of this team and the latent talent on this team, which has been brought on the surface, uh, brought to the surface, probably in, in no small part due to Dan Granado. Um, I, I think uh, Josh would uh, share my assessment, but the Sabres were down to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they could have buckled. Last year, for the many years before, they would have caved. They would have buckled. They fought back last night, and they won the game 6-3. to three. And again, I hope Josh Allen is healthy and awesome for many, many years to come. But if anything does happen to Josh, I do think the Bills need to consider training Tage Thompson in how to be an NFL quarterback. Okay, More I think like he's got the stuff. What? More like a tight end. He would be crazy. No, I, no, I want to see him quarterback because I think he can do anything. I'm pretty sure. People born I, I in just, Phoenix. I love the fight that they like. The fight they have in him. Also, it's Don Granado, not Dan. Oh, oh did I say Dan? I'm sorry, Don. Don. Well, once a day I murder a name. I mean, I call you Josh Allen sometimes, so uh, it's senility. It's the block carotid. These things happen. Anyway, uh, yeah, so kudos to the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, you keep playing games like that, and those fannies will fill the seats because people want to be entertained. Issue number two. We talked about it yesterday at this time. All quiet on the Western Front. Last night. 
your humble host, felt an obligation. So my usual 4 a.m. wake up where, oh my God, I cannot get back to sleep. I, I, I picked up All Quiet on the Western Front from where I had left off, and I watched it all the way to the end, including the battle scene with the tank and all that stuff. Uh, tanks, plural. And I stand by my position that the 1930 All Quiet on the Western Front in every single respect, except one minor respect, is far superior to the one that's on Netflix at number two on Netflix right now. Okay, And if you are younger and you've never seen All Quiet on the Western Front made in 1930, watch it. The only negative of that version of the film is some of the acting is a little bit schmaltzy. Okay, just a little bit schmaltzy, because remember, people made the adaptation from stage to the big screen, especially some of the older actors. Uh, there were some scenes that were uh, a, a little bit a little bit over the top. But as far as the uh, feeling of the movie, as far as the battle scenes in the movie, and in particular, the relationships between the guys in the second company, 1930. All Quiet on the Western Front beats the 2022 version by several miles, in my humble opinion. So, again, if uh, you are somebody who is younger, who watched the Netflix uh, version of All Quiet on the Western Front made by uh, the Germans and overdubbed in English, um, I strongly encourage you to check out the original. And I want you to pay attention to the fact that the original was made... Uh, what, 92 years ago. 92 years ago. And it still kicks butt. It is still an all-time classic and one of the best war movies ever made and I believe the best World War I movie that has ever been produced. I like to speak Canadian every now and again. Forgive me, it's... Uh, it's just a little tribute to our friends uh, north of the border. And if you are north of the border, you should pay attention to this show. And it is a subject that we have addressed before on this program and one about which I am extremely passionate. Uh, and I want to get an update out there, uh, as I promised I would do it, on the windmill situation in Lake Erie. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I don't care about the windmill situation in Lake Erie because I'm not one of those rich lawyers who has an estate along the lake. Oh, really? You drink water, in all likelihood, from Lake Erie. That is where your water comes from. And there are a number of reasons why I believe you ought to be concerned. I am concerned about the aesthetics of Lake Erie. If you are in Canada, you should be concerned uh, as, as well. And uh, I want to get an update and, and take phone calls as we get the update on News Radio 930 WBE. And as we move along, the phone number is 803-0930. That is 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And the long and the short of it is New York State, in its push for green energy, basically has declared itself to be the imperial sovereign of New York State. And if you live in a community, a town, 
a village along the lake, guess what? Your local government doesn't matter. You know why? Because Kathy Hochul's predecessor, Andrew Cuomo, basically said, hey, if it involves green energy, New York State is the king and the local places don't really matter. New York State can do what New York State wants to do and those hayseeds along Lake Erie be damned. True story. And uh, joining us right now to explain everything is uh, local fishing legend uh, who has never stuffed walleye with lead weights or <laughs> walleye fillet. Uh, we have Jim Hanley. Jim, thanks very much for being with us, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me on. And I got to look up that 1930 version of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front because camera angles in that one on Netflix are incredible. So I can only imagine how good the other one is. Um, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, the other one was so good, it was selected for preservation by the Library of Congress and has been declared the seventh best epic film ever made in history. I'm just, put, no. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, Lou Ayers um, and, and Louis Volheim and... Uh, yeah, that was me, Josh. Sorry, I forgot to silence my stupid cell phone. Damn. Uh, anyway, yeah, you got you got to look that up, Jim, because I think you're going to like it. Now, first of all, something that we haven't addressed on previous shows, and we're going to get to exactly what we're talking about uh, with these uh, wind turbines in Lake Erie, but. Uh, something that we, we haven't mentioned, I don't think, in great detail in previous programs is what I just mentioned, the fact that uh, New York State under Andrew Cuomo, uh, who put Kathy Hochul on the ticket with him, by the way, New York State basically said, if it's a green energy project, no matter what the people in the local communities who actually have to look at these things have to say, we have the final say. F you, Hamburg. F you, Dunkirk, and so on and so forth. Can you explain that? Well, we, we know that, you know, he was the emperor at one time, and he put out his decree that, uh, you know, he closed down, uh, for example, the, the coal plant in Dunkirk. He closed down the one, the uh, Huntley plant along the river. So he just said, basically, you don't matter. And uh, in, in, uh, I think the local jurisdiction has out like 1,500 feet. And part of one of the uh, other aspects of putting turbines in the lake is that they don't have to pay rent to anybody either because it goes out into New York State land. So, yeah, that's pretty much what he did. He just said, you know, that's the way it is. And she, you know, she's uh, Cuomo, you know, light, actually, heavy. She's worse than he is. And uh, her stance on it, she wants a turbine. So, uh, you know, everybody else that's, you know, Zeldin came out and said, you know, he's against them. And uh, so we're supporting Lee for that. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame that it has to be like that, that, that we don't matter. Like you said, hayseeds, you know. But um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, unfortunately, uh, there is, uh, and I hate to say it, uh, George Washington Plunkett uh, in his book uh, Plunkett of Tammany Hall, written way you know, over 100 years ago, uh, basically said that uh, the people in New York City regarded everybody else as hayseeds. And he used the word yep. hayseeds extensively uh, in that early work of political nonfiction. I seen my opportunities and I took them, wrote George Washington Plunkett way back when. Now. Uh, exactly what is the plan for these uh, monstros? I mean, uh, these wind turbines on Lake Erie? Well, the, the, the latest we've heard is uh, they want to put 50 of them, possibly more, probably more once they, uh, you know, get their, their ducks in a row or their turbines in a row. Um, it, it would be from Buffalo to Dunkirk, uh, equal to the height of uh, City Hall or actually the M&T Tower. So that would be 
uh, what are these, 600 feet. Uh, the ones along Lackawanna are small compared to what these would be. Uh, you know, it's just some of the, the, the insanity of it. You don't like, you mentioned aesthetics. If you don't like the aesthetics, uh, somebody from Diamond Wind or one of the, one of the supporting groups said, if you don't like them, plant a shrub on your front lawn looking out to the lake so that it blocks the turbine if you don't like that. That's the kind of rhetoric we're getting from them, and it's just absolutely just ludicrous. No, it's arrogant. Um, it's arrogant. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, you're, you're a hazy. You don't want all this great wind power. Um, the, the financial parts of it, Tom, are absolutely ridiculous. It costs millions of dollars. They put almost nothing back into the grid, and they can't store it either. They have to spend, you know, in order to, uh, you know, continue to be to be used. And what is a day like today? There's no wind out there today. They're not. They wouldn't be moving. Well, okay. Here's here's another thing too. Uh, one of the things that people say is, "Hey, I'm driving along the lake in Lackawanna. They've got wind turbines there, and those things are rarely even moving because Jim, uh, at a wind speed in excess of a certain mile per hour, it is unsafe for those blades to be spinning. So if the if, if the turbines in Lackawanna are either down for maintenance or it's too windy for them to operate. What do these geniuses think actually happens out there on Lake Erie? Yeah, it, it, it's just, it, it's beyond my comprehension that you would want to take this gem of a, of a feature we have, Lake Erie, you know, the Great Lakes, whatever, you know, uh, what is it, one-fifth of the fresh water in the world, and put turbines along the bottom stirring up all that bottom sediment you know we, we did a show with you not too long oh well maybe last year it was or you know last last winter and we only really had one criticism and it was somebody who said stop talking about the pollution and the sediment on the bottom now i don't know if it, dave adrian who's part of our group said that they have done a study where there is so much sediment that it's actually a hundred feet under the water, that 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 they, these areas are so filled with sediment, it's all the mercury, it's all the 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 uh, pollutants that have been in Lake Erie for all these years during the you know industrial revolution that were just poured into the lake for the Maumee River, uh, you know the the Cuyahoga in uh, Ohio, you know uh, Buffalo River, all of this is dumped in there. It's sediment on the bottom, and as a diver, we used to dive and look at these almost shimmering pools on the bottom. They would reflect what you would put your arm in there, Tom, and your arm would keep going until you could, you would, if you could, you could put your whole body in there. And I'm sure it, it's just filled with this muck. You think by putting these things in the lake, they're not going to stir that up. Buffalo's drinking water would be polluted for, I don't know how long you wouldn't be able to drink it. You know, Jim, uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up is uh, I saw a report somewhere within the past couple of weeks uh, where the scientists have have examined uh, the biodiversity uh, of Lake Erie. And despite the fact that Lake Erie is cleaner than it has ever been in our lifetime and the lifetime of anybody listening to this program uh, over a certain age anyway, uh, we still see a, a shocking lack of biodiversity. Did you see that particular report? I did, and it, and it shocked me, Tom, to be honest with you, because I grew up, you know, I, I'm 70, so I went through the, all the 50s and the 60s when the, the lake stunk. I mean, literally stunk. It was brown. It just had dead vegetation everywhere. And now you look at it, you can, you know, we were fishing today, you could catch a, see a fish 18, 20 feet down as, as you were fighting it. 
And, you know, you look at that and you go, wow, it's clean. But to hear that is just, it's mind-blowing. And that's, along with everything else, that's another reason not to add to that. So it's just, I, I don't understand it. Uh, we are talking with Jim Hanley, and if uh, you don't know this, uh, New York State wants to drop dozens of wind turbines into Lake Erie from Buffalo all the way down to Dunkirk uh, to start out, to start out. And if you have questions about this project, if you have concerns, if you have an opinion about this project, uh, we would like your telephone calls at 803-0930. That's 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And as Jim said, some of these uh, wind turbines are going to be as tall as Buffalo's City Hall. Some of them are going to be as tall as the Seneca One Tower, which is the tallest building in Buffalo. And you know how you're driving on the 219 and you're in the Chestnut uh, Park, uh, Chestnut Ridge Park area, and you look out and you can see that beautiful view of the city of Buffalo? You can see the Seneca One Tower. You can see the silhouette of City Hall. And you will, if this project is allowed, uh, be able to see the silhouettes of these monstrous wind turbines, probably from the 219 and certainly from the 90 as you drive along the lake and you get those periodic glimpses of, of Lake Erie. I mean, aesthetically, I think it's a horrible idea. And environmentally, as Jim has pointed out, the uh, stanchions uh, that are dropped in as the support for the turbines themselves, the part that actually spin, um, Jim can explain this better than I, but they're going to be dropped into the water, uh, which will cause a suction effect, which will uh, embed the stanchions into the lake bed and stir up who knows what. And then yep. the cables, which lead from the turbines themselves, well, they're going to have to be buried under sand, which is going to be a further disruption of the toxic elements that we yep. poured into the lake during the industrial era, not just in Buffalo, New York, but in Detroit, in Cleveland. Remember, um, the Great Lakes, the, the water we see in Lake Erie at one point was in Duluth Harbor. And then it just, yep. you know, it just, it, it, the lakes run in that direction, culminating in Niagara Falls and Lake Ontario, as Gordon Lightfoot reminded us in The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Um, Jim, I want you to explain that in greater detail than I could possibly do when we come back uh, from a break. Jim Hanley is with us. And Jim, uh, for the benefit of those who have not heard from you before, the name of your organization is... Cautile, and it's C-A-W, Citizens Against, wait a minute, uh, it's C-A-W-T-I-L-E, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. There we go, I got it. And we and you go on our Facebook page, and it's Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. We got uh, about 5,000 members right now. Yeah, I don't feel bad I got the name of the Sabres coach wrong uh, because I was so excited about what I'd seen <laughs> last night. Yeah, well, I murder a name every day. Um, hold on. Jim Hanley is with us with Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. And look, I don't have a house on Lake Erie. I don't own a boat, and I never will. Um, but as a Western New Yorker, I drink the water. 
and I'm really concerned about this project, and I think everybody should be concerned about this project, and I think we need to make our feelings known. In fact, if they ever start putting these things in, I'd be happy to risk arrest going on a boat to protest the installation of these things, Jim. That's how passionate I am about this. Uh, 227 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Jim Hanley is with us. Don't go anywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. By the way, uh, I have officially decreed the uh, Christopher Cross show at the Riviera Theater a week and a half ago is uh, officially now a part of Western New York music legend, okay? It's like the Stone show at the stadium. Were you there? Uh, except the Riviera holds a few thousand people less than the stadium, but uh, it, it, is, it has officially entered local music legend. And if you were there, you know of what I speak. Now, it is uh, 2.37 at News Radio 930 WBEN. We are talking with Jim Hanley, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. And, uh, Jim, I just want to follow up before we take some telephone calls from folks who have comments one way or the other. I described prior to going to the break uh, the process, and for our Canadian listeners, the process by which the uh, turbines themselves are actually uh, going to be erected in the lake. Uh, would you care to elaborate? Sure, sure. Well, the, the original uh, uh, design, it looks like an upside-down funnel. So if you're using a funnel to pour oil in your car, flip it upside down, and it sounds like a concave or convex bottom, which would suck itself to the bottom of the lake and that's how they would be held in place the, the the really bad part about it is that in order to get that power from those turbines to the shore somewhere wherever they would be say they drop one in off of uh you know uh, cataracts creek and it has to run to lackawanna you're talking about 
20 some miles. They have to jet plow the bottom. In order, in other words, dig a trench all that way with a with a with a, like a water jet that digs a hole into the ground. I'm sorry, a trench, and then lay the cable in there and cover it up. You're talking about the destruction of this habitat from you know from miles and miles down and if you've got 50 of them then you've got 50 trenches it's going to be just an absolute disaster so that would be how they would try to get it to to shore and that's one of the things that's going on now who's going to be the local government that caves and brings them in is it going to be dunkirk it's going to be hamburg lackawanna wherever it would be so you know, that's one of the uh, you know the disasters of this whole thing and you know, just to get back at we while we're on hold, um, the people from Diamond Wind, who are the original ones, a subsidiary of Mitsubishi, when the original meeting came out, he said to me, I'm a charter captain. I'm concerned for my livelihood and that of all the fishermen of western New York. And he said, well, you could just fish right next to them. They make great habitat for fish. And I said, yeah, they do, absolutely, but I can't fish next to them. Oh, yes, you can. I said, you're a liar. I just called him right out in the meeting. He just wanted to put his rhetoric down there. You cannot be near those things. They will have, I don't know what the variance is going to be around it, but, you know, the blades are a hundred some feet long. They have to have a, a, a variance or a radius around them. So if that blade comes off and goes flying, it's not going to kill you. So you're talking about eliminating for sailors, boaters, everything right along that line. It'll probably be near the Canadian line. So it's uh it's a big obstruction. Hey, uh, Jim, I hate to be a pain in the butt, but are you moving around as you're talking to us? I, I'm not, Tom, no. Okay, do you have a landline? Uh, I don't, but I'll, 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 go to, I'll go downstairs see if that's better. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's just that you're, you're fading in and, and out, and I want to make sure that your message is, is heard uh, loud and clear. Uh, Jim Hanley is with us, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. And here's here's the thing, folks. It's being pitched to people as green energy, good for the environment. Does anything about this project sound good for the environment? By the way, we in western New York, we're not going to even get the power. That power is going directly to New York City, number one. Yep. N- number, number two, uh, the blades. You want to talk about the environment, those blades have a very limited lifetime. And afterwards, can they be recycled? No. Can they make them into electric vehicles? No. You know where they end up? They end up in landfills, and they do not decompose, at least not in our lifetime or probably your 10th great-grandchildren's lifetime. Is that correct, Jim? Yes, it is. Is this better, Tim? Yeah, as long as we, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, And another part of the blades is the leading edge. It's called leading edge erosion. And it happens on, you know, on on airplanes. They have the same type of blade where that leading edge erodes. And those contain carcinogens in that fiberglass that flakes off and goes into the water. And, you know, it's being consumed by fish, by small fish. You know, the small fish are eaten by the big fish, and you're going to start consuming that. So that, that, that blade thing is a huge factor of saying no to this whole thing. Very interesting stuff. Uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, a point that uh, I don't think we addressed too much in previous discussions of this is Emperor Andrew Cuomo, you know, the guy who put Kathy Hochul in the lieutenant governor's job, uh, and she's not exactly. Have you been in touch with Kathy Hochul at all about this? No, we, we just know she supports them. You know, some of the local politicians, you had uh, Sean Ryan commercials on there. Sean Ryan's all for him and everything else, too. And it, it, it's some of the support 
Tom, that just blows my mind, the Sierra Club, the protectors of our environment are 100% on board, the Buffalo River Keepers, all these local groups that are, well, the Sierra Club's national. I don't know what their budget is, but it's probably over $100 million, are 100% on board because of the word green energy. They're all in on it. Yeah, call something green energy and the uh, the sheep will follow. Uh, and I, I could not agree with you more. So Sean Ryan is in favor of the Lake Erie wind turbines. Kathy Hochul is in favor of the Lake yep. Erie wind turbines. And of course, she comes from, she started her political uh, nightmare, I mean uh, career, uh, in Hamburg and uh, now is uh, in the governor's office, uh, at least until further notice. Um, Jim Hanley is with us, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. And for the record, and again, I'm not doing a political show here, but I think people need to know about this issue and where people stand. Lee Zeldin is not in favor of these wind turbines. Nick Langworthy's against them as well. Okay, Nick Langworthy, Lee Zeldin uh, share my view and Jim Hanley's view. Uh, very, very interesting, uh, and I'm sure Ed Rath uh, would be on board as well. Yeah. Uh, haven't heard from Ed, but and uh, you've got George Borello also has come out uh, against yep. these turbines. Yep, yep. Okay, uh, well, uh, again, I'm not doing a political show here, folks, no. but sometimes politics uh, play a big role in how you are able to live your life day to day as a citizen of Western New York and New York State. Jim Hanley's with us, and uh, let's go to some telephone calls if you have questions or comments on this. Here is uh, John on a cell phone. John, you're on WBEN. Hello. John, hey. go ahead. I'm here. You got me? Yes, go right ahead. Um, I'm, I'm thinking this is a good thing to be against. I'm glad you've mentioned, Jim mentioned Cataraugus Creek. Um, I hope he knows about the outfall at Cataraugus Creek from the Western New York Nuclear Service Center, uh, which is basically a lot of uh, downstream nuclear waste from that site ended up in Lake Erie and at that outfall of Cataraugus Creek there. So not only are you stirring up crap from Duluth, you're stirring up crap from right here in Western New York. Yep. And I would also think you would be just as equally against fracking because it's basically doing the same thing, injecting chemicals into the ground to extract the energy out. All right, John, thank you very much. Is this comparable to uh, fracking, Jim Hanley? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, putting turbines in the lake, I don't think so. And I'm not really, I'm unfamiliar with what he was talking about for Cattaraugus Creek, but interesting point that, you know, everything flows into the lake, so. Uh, indeed, uh, not to mention, you know, farm waste uh, also gets into our uh, into our uh, water supply. Let's go to Lori in Buffalo with Jim Hanley. Lori, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Yeah, hi Tom. Hi Jim. Um, hi. I'm I'm literally I'm definitely against the windmills, but I'm literally looking at the sample ballot for the 2022 election, and in the lower uh, corner here we have. The, the proposal for clean water, clean air, and clean and green jobs. And you have to check, obviously, yes or no. Is this going to impact approving uh, the windmills or not? Oh, what a great question. 
Yeah, that I don't know. I know I'm voting against it, but I don't know that it, it would have anything to do with that. You know, it, it's government. I, how do you know? You know, they might be slipping it in there. It's like the bills that get all the pork in them. It, it very possibly could be. I'm not really sure. We'll check on that and get back to you let you know. Yeah, that that is an important question, Jim, and I, I'd appreciate uh, an answer if, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Rich has the answer to that, if he's listening, or Sharon has the answer to that, but uh, we should right. get that result. So people know which Absolutely. way to vote on the proposition. Yep. I generally vote no just because if Albany says yes, I'm going to say no. <laughs> yep. I'm an intelligent and informed voter. Anything else, Lori? Awesome. Thanks. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, kindly. Appreciate your call. 803-0930. Let's go to Dayton, Ohio. And Mike is on board. Mike, welcome. You're on with Jim Hanley, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. 100% opposed to it for all the reasons you stated. And I have a little aside here you might find interesting. Uh, I drive tractor-trailer, and at the 32-mile marker in Ohio, uh, right near Harbor Creek, there is a very large stack of the line blades with red tips, the likes of which I've never seen on land. I wonder if you... I, heard, I tried to do some research, and they claim they're for... They're for an installation in southern New York and northern Pennsylvania, but I don't know. I've never seen blades like this on land. They have red tips. Maybe they're going to be building large uh, versions of the P-51 Mustang. Um, (laughs) Well, I don't know. I just think this could be the beginning of it in Pennsylvania. I don't know the extent of it. I've heard they want to put over 1,000 of them in Lake Erie, which seems ridiculous. Yeah, it it is. Uh, You know, they they come up with that idea because – they, they, they say it's more efficient when, it, you know, it's going across water. But there's just a hundred reasons why not. Even something as minute as the, the migration of the monarch butterfly. I mean, just take it down to that level, and, and, and there's just it, there's no good reason for it whatsoever. Ryan, don't we live near the greenest energy project in nearly in the history of mankind, Niagara Falls? Isn't that enough? Yep. Yeah, I, you would think, you would think, but that power yeah. goes away from our... Yeah. <laughs> I hope you succeed. I wish you well. Michael, thank you uh, very much. Thank you. Hey, Jim, uh, interesting that call came from uh, Dayton, Ohio. And, Mike, thanks for listening on the WBEN uh, app, the Odyssey app, WBEN.com. You can get it. But uh, this, this has also been an issue in uh, Cleveland and Cuyahoga County, Ohio. Do you have any update on how those citizens are faring in their fight against these wind turbines? I have not heard anything recently, but uh, they got a ruling that they could do it. But I'm not sure how far that's progressed, so I don't want to make any comment. I don't really know. Yeah, August 11th, 2022, the first North American freshwater offshore wind farm will be in Lake Erie. Article by Michelle Lewis uh, online, if you do a search for uh, Cleveland wind farms and... uh, you can get more information on what they're trying to do to yeah. our uh, neighbor uh, on the lake. Back to the calls. Uh, David, uh, uh, this is David Adrian on a cell phone. I don't usually do last names of callers, but apparently Jim and David, you two are well acquainted? Yes, we work together quite a bit. All right, David, what's on your mind, sir? Thanks, Tom, for, for doing this again. We appreciate it. I'm an aquatic biologist, a fisheries biologist, and also a charter captain. Been involved with uh, Kotel for three years now. Uh, on the Prop One, 
Uh, we do have a write-up uh, by one of our members on our Facebook page, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. And you can read uh, our summary of it, which breaks it down, and uh, we are voting no for that. Can, can you uh, update, uh, can you give us, uh, for those who, I'll, I'll go to, I'll, I'll got to put a link to your site on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page, but can you give us the three top reasons to vote no on the green energy prop? Basically that most of the descriptions are extremely vague and don't talk about specific funding, you know, actions that would be taken. And our main concern, of course, is that some of that money would be potentially shunted towards, uh, you know, wind turbines in Lake Erie. Did you have a further comment or question for Jim Hanley? Or have you guys had enough of each other? <laughs> by, way of, by way of comment, uh, we have been following the NYSERDA um, work to see about the feasibility about wind turbines in Lake Erie. Uh, New York State um, has hired for a million dollars a group of consultants, uh, New York State uh, Energy uh, Research and Development Authority, that's NYSERDA, .ny.gov, and they had a series of four seminars, um, uh, webinars, where you could, as a um, participant, listen to them and, and type in questions. We participated in as many of those as we could, and we heard you know some of our questions being answered. But basically, they're going through and determining the feasibility uh, based on all the different types of characteristics, physical characteristics of the lake, the depth, and so forth, and that's where Jim came up with, with the notion um, that about the 100 feet of sediment um, in Lake Erie. Lake Erie would have floating wind turbines, according to their recommendations, and Lake Ontario would have fixed types of, of, of uh, wind turbines. Um, he was very accurate about the, uh, the height um, being very close to the M&T building and um, about 0.68 miles apart. Um, they, their modeling that they've done with NYSERDA is uh, inclusive of about 100 wind turbines. They figured that was about what they needed to do their calculations. So if that's the case, we're looking at potentially 100 wind turbines, not, not even 50. Our calculations indicate that number could exceed 200 if they wanted to you know, reach their goals. Um, they, they outlined how the permitting would go. And the good thing is that in the permitting, it does talk about the New York State DEC um, data that they would be looking at, which is fisheries, water quality, uh, bats, birds, everything that you could, you'd, you'd want included. And again, the burden is on them. When people ask us, uh, what do you, you know, what sort of problems do you think is going to be happening as a result? Of it? This is not our burden. It's the people who are proposing these. And so at the end of the day, when NYSERDA makes a recommendation to the state, Either they're going to vote to do nothing and literally just let it go away um, to do more studies, which I could see that happening as well. Or what's scary is a pilot project, an actual pilot project where they might do something like what Cleveland was working with, with you know, seven wind turbines out there. Our concern is that all the same permitting and all the same funding would have to go through to make that happen. And would we even have a say in it? And what would the results simply mean more wind turbines once that door is open? And then the last thing is the most concerning thing is there's no pending legislation for this. Once it, once it goes through uh, in terms of the recommendations of NYSERDA, um, there's no pending legislation that the, our state 
legislature has to vote on to approve or not. They can go right to their final recommendation, which is RFPs. They're actually going to request uh, proposals to move forward with it. And that, when people are telling us that we're premature, if you read these documents and listen to their webinars, they talk in the in the tense that is this will happen. There will be X number of wind turbines, and they will be of this type. Not there might be or there could be. And so we're we don't feel at all that we're being premature. We feel that we're right on the money. Being uh, we're reacting to this. Uh, very interesting, uh, David. Thank you uh, very much for the call, Jim. Um, is this a fait accompli? What was that? <laughs> is this something that is absolutely positively going to happen no matter how much we bitch and moan about it? I don't think so, Tom. You know, I'm just a fisherman. Those fancy words go over my head sometimes. But, you know, I don't think so, Tom. The, the momentum is growing. Hey, Jim, you just, got, you just got muffled again. I don't know if you moved locations, but you were, yeah. you were great yeah. for a while, then you got muffled. All right, I'm going to stand up again. Um, I, I don't believe it is that, you know, the, the train is rolling in our favor now. If you drive around western New York, you're starting to see our lawn signs popping up here and there. Uh, you know, our group is 5,000 people strong now that are opposing it. Uh, we're starting to get commitments from the politicians who are on our side opposing it. I, I just think it would be a disaster. And, and like you said, you know, put those out there. I'll put my boat out there. I'll strap myself to a blade. I'll take the civil disobedience to prove the point and draw attention to it. Uh, it, it just it, we, we can't let it happen. We just can't let it happen. So I don't think so. But, you know, people are listening to us because, you know, guys like you who are, you know, a, such a great support are, are giving voice to our cause. You know, we started out with, I think, five or six of us at the first meeting. And now we've got, you know, 5,000 in our meetings now on uh, – at uh, South Towns Walleye, usually once a month, are getting, uh, you know, uh, 75, 100, 125 people at the meeting. So uh, it, it, it's it's one voice crying out in the wilderness saying, hey, don't do this. So, Well, those one vo- that one voice has uh, been multiplied by uh, seven, well, several thousand fold. Uh, Jim, you yep. may now sit down. You're, you're this, the, the captain has fastened the seatbelt sign. You may now sit down. Uh, in about 10 minutes, you'll be free to uh, stand up again, but not roam around the cabin, okay? I'm, I'm stand still. <laughs> All right, we can sit down for now because we got a break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. And, uh, you know, here's, here's the funny thing, guys. I love the environment. I'm all, I believe in protecting the Great Lakes. I think the Great Lakes are sacrosanct. And it is for that reason that I'm opposed to this project. They can call it green all they want. The only green is going to be made by people who aren't around here. That's all I can tell you. We end up sucking the chemicals in our water. This is bad environmentally. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. We'll continue with Jim Hanley, Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie on News Radio 930 WBEN. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Ah. 
is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.